The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. In this morning's papers, you'll have seen, or you may have seen, some reports that there's only been 71 fines in three years for dangerous driving in relation to cyclists. We know it's a problem. I think that's kind of widely accepted. But policing of it seems to be, I don't know whether the word is lax, missing, or just maybe not attentive to the actual dangers. I'm joined in studio now to discuss the issue of the safety of cyclists in relation to to motorised vehicles by um, Kieran Cannon, of course, who is a TD for Galway East. And I'm also joined on the line by the former Transport Minister, Shane Ross, who knows a lot about this area of car and cycling safety. Gentlemen, you're both very welcome to the hard shoulder. Uh, I'll come to you second um, in a second Shane but I have Kieran involved with me in studio and he's been involved in an accident um, you walked in reasonably gingerly today Kieran but I know you had a very bad um, close run thing can you just tell your listeners or listeners a little bit about that first of all before we go into the, the substance of the issue Yes Senator and just before I start can I just offer my sincere sympathy and condolences to the family of Private Sean Rooney who lost his life uh, it's tragic for him and for his colleagues who serve um, so honourably in peacekeeping around the world I just want to yeah, no, I appreciate that. We join you on that. Um, yes, I was involved in a, a cycling incident in July of uh, almost July of uh, 2021, um, where I was cycling through uh, a village uh, close to Galway City, and I was struck by an SUV, um, causing me serious injury. Um, and, and you're a long-term cyclist over a number of decades. Yeah, I've been so, cycling since I was a so kid. You're, you've got I mean, good road sense. To yes, put in mind, very much so. And, and you know. Anybody who, who grew up in rural Ireland in the 70s and 80s, we were all cyclists. That's what we did. That's how we got around. That's how we got to school, how we got to hurling training, how we got to meet our friends in the evening was on our bikes. So we were very much aware of the need to be careful in, in when we encountered cars. Um, and on that particular day, I was especially careful, um, was seriously injured. And I'm, not, I'm just one of, of many um, who experience this every year, Emmett, and not alone. Um, injured, but um, tragically, um, you know, seven people so far have lost their lives on bikes this year. Uh, we've got so, so were you surprised to see seventy-one fines in three years? It's not because there are less incidents, or no. driving behaviour has kind of rapidly and dramatically improved. So, we're, no. we're looking for an answer, then, aren't we? We are, and ultimately, Emmett, I believe it's about culture. Uh, it's about a culture within society in general, and it's about culture within the the, the police force um, who do fantastic work um, and an acknowledgement and perhaps at some point it, it will occur and hopefully sooner rather than later that all road users be they cyclists motorists pedestrians um, have a, an equal entitlement and right to be on that road and to have a safe space and travel safely on that road and right now at this point in time that culture simply doesn't exist in Ireland uh, and that was one of the reasons and I'm deeply grateful to Minister Shane Ross at the time for uh, passing that piece of legislation which sought to protect cyclists by simply saying that if you are a motorist and you're approaching a cyclist or indeed a group of cyclists from um, behind that you just take a couple of seconds to concentrate on on their safety uh, and overtake them safely uh, and Shane And what, what, what do you put it down to? I mean is it just the guards find hard to get evidence? They're a bit worried well, about putting these fines that they're not back upable. Well, what is it? Or well, there are, first of all, there's one particular reason where the, the guards can't be everywhere. I mean, you know, there are uh, thousands of kilometres of rural and urban roads to, uh, to be patrolled every every day and night, and our guard these simply cannot be there. So that's one of the reasons why we 
within the cycling community have suggested uh, for a number of years now that there should be uh, a, a, a very straightforward and efficient facility for cyclists and indeed all road users, motorists and cyclists, because we increasingly see the use of dash cams now on, on motor, motor vehicles as well, that they would have a facility to submit um, evidence of poor driving behaviour to but on Garthi. But Kieran, Garthi don't even have body cams, <laughs> never mind moving to... They the, don't the, and, yeah. and there's legislation underway now hopefully to make, make that happen in, 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 in a reasonably short time frame. But right now um, there have been a number uh, quite a large number actually of successful prosecutions brought by cyclists with the assistance of Vanguardi through our court system come out the other end with the motorists being fined and allocated penalty points. So the legislation that's there right now is well capable of um, facilitating uh, the, the processing of, of footage from cyclists and indeed from motorists to affect uh, prosecutions and ultimately to uh, to improve um, well, driver behaviour. So what we're suggesting right now, and indeed Minister Helen McEntee has recently pointed out to us that there's no additional legislation needed, that this portal needs to be put in place okay. sooner let, rather let, than later. Let's go to who was the original sponsoring minister, Shane Ross. You're welcome to the hard shoulder, Shane Ross. I mean, what, what do you put this down to? Is, is it just a lack of attentiveness by the Gardaí? Is it getting evidence? Is it logistics? Is it dash cams? What's the problem from your point of view? I think it's a probably it's probably a combination of those things, but I think probably Kieran is right. I think there is a kind of culture out there uh, that that is somewhat cavalier about the rights of cyclists still. Uh, and when we introduced this measure originally, we did expect it to be aggressively pursued by the Guardian and uh, and culprits to be pursued as well. And it, it's quite clear, I think, from the figures, you know, it was 32 in the first year and then 25 last year, now it's down to 14, that there's a trend downwards. And to ask that question, to, to ask that question, I don't think it's a reflection of the fact that the offence is not being committed or that the the legislation which I introduced, as much as I'd like to say so, is being so effective that there are so few offences. <laughs> no. <laughs> I think that is just not the case. The case is that, that this legislation may have created, and I think it did, initially an atmosphere of people being a bit more careful, partly because people thought that that uh, you know that, 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 that they had to keep within certain distances, which it actually isn't in the legislation, but because the RSA was running a very strong campaign encouraging them to do that. People were very conscious of it at the time and are still, I think, more conscious of it. But I think what they are becoming aware of is the fact that uh, there are very few prosecutions and the danger danger of prosecutions and detection is very, very small, so they get much more cavalier about their attitude to take this. And as a result of that, of course, we we, we have now got seven deaths. Is it possible as well that obviously you know the, this, the two sides come together if you want to put it like that in usually when a car is overtaking a cyclist it's a reasonably fleeting contact even if the cyclist has a dash cam or has some kind of camera on the front they may not get the imagery they want so it isn't that easy to necessarily capture this fleeting incident is, is that not part of the problem? Yeah I think that's the fair comment uh, but, but I also and I also think you know that people some people are saying that the Guardi prosecute this offence under 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 different uh, different acts and the, the different legislation that they are prosecuting. You know, overtaking dangerous overtaking was an offence beforehand, and it's an offence specifically dangerous overtaking uh, of, a, of a of a bicycle now. And the Guardi are still prosecuting under legislation of say reckless and careless driving in order to because it's easier to for them to secure convictions there. But I don't think all these excuses do change the fact that. Uh, the attitude to cyclists still here is 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 pretty reckless, and uh, it's very selfish indeed. And you know, uh, I I noticed that uh, 
Phil Skelton, who's the who's the founder of a of a group called which uh, Kieran would be mm-hmm. well aware of, Staying Alive at One Point Five, who got an RSA award uh, for his advocacy of of, of keeping cyclists uh, safe only the day before yesterday, uh, has said that he's deeply disappointed and he sees no evidence, in fact, of the, of the fact that there are less people committing the offence. Uh, but he thinks that. Uh, that there just aren't enough convictions or prosecutions taking place. Now it's easy to go when 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 road deaths happen, and it's 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 very easy and very wrong, by the way, as well, to to point the finger immediately at someone. And the guards are often uh, chosen as kind of scapegoat. I blame the guards because they're not in sure. Let, let me just ask. Um, um, sorry, Shane, just to hold you for a second. Just going to ask Kira yes. one fact, just to broaden it slightly. Is the relationship between pedestrians, cyclists, motorists? Are you seeing that improving? I know this is a specific issue, but generally all three of us have to use the road space collaboratively at some point. Do you get a sense, Kieran, that are we... It sounds like you're saying we're back four or five years. We haven't really no. made any dramatic leap forward in um, all three groups kind of getting along and respecting each other's space, literally. Well, that's ultimately what it's about, Emmett. And as Shane pointed out, in the early stages of the implementation of this new provision, there did seem to be a kind of a... I just felt safer. And indeed, I, I cycle about Dublin City quite often and anybody I was speaking to, yes, they, 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 they felt a newfound sense of safety that motorists were um, taking time and giving them the space and overtaking. And that has kind of just melted away into the background now. And uh, as I said, what we need to see is empowering the Gardaí, and that's ultimately what this is doing, giving them more eyes, more ears on the road to be able to, as I say, submit uh, evidence of dangerous overtaking in a very safe and quick and efficient manner, see the prosecutions happening. And in particular, and I raised this with Assistant Commissioner uh, uh, Paula Hillman, who's responsible for road safety and who was very, very supportive of the introduction of the of the online portal, we need to educate our Gardaí about this particular provision within law so that when um, a cyclist or indeed any other road user pr- presents uh, to their local Garda station, they're aware of this uh, provision that it is an offence to dangerously overtake a cyclist and they can act upon it and, and give a satisfactory response to the person yeah, who, 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 I, was, who was felt threatened. Yeah, I think even, even us, humble, humbly, do I say, doing an item like this just gives it that little bit more it, of it, air. It does. And, um, and can I just say one final thing? You might, very final. <laughs> yeah, our, our generation, we grew up um, well, certainly the previous generation where drink driving was quite socially, com- acceptable. Was socially acceptable. Right? It is my son's generation now, amongst him and his, and his peers, it is wholly unacceptable to do that. That's where we need to arrive at in terms of yeah, well, this let's particular hope, culture change as well. Let's and, hope the Gardaí and, and others, and not just them, as you say, we can't blame them for everything, they pick up on that cultural change because it is badly needed. So let's see whether we'll do an item again next year at the same time and see are we seeing the figures change around. But for now, thank you very much for coming into studio. That's Kieran Cannon, who is the Fine Gael TD for Galway East. And of course, the other voice you heard there was former Transport Minister for Tourism and Sport, of course, Shane Ross. Now, 